0: And we will definitely preview that great show uh, every Saturday at 11 right here on LA News Radio with the Captain Tom Evans as well. Uh, nobody does it better uh, as far as the guest list and everything what they cover uh, in a 30 minute span, 11, 11 30 every Saturday. Of course, Global Threat Report, GlobalThreatSolutions.com with the Captain's Company providing so much, so many services. Please check it out online. Global Threat solutions.com the aforementioned uh, captain ken bomb base it is uh great having you cap and by the way uh so great having you in the studio uh you and tom evans on uh, on monday morning it was great having you there
1: that was great trey uh it i love the dynamic especially when that was a packed house we had that day the new county executive Angie Carpenter was there, and so many others. So it was a. I love when we have so many people in the studio.
0: It was nice, and we're working on some some things for twenty twenty four. We're going to continue in some capacity uh, in that direction because it was just uh, it was perfect. I, mean, I got to say so myself, and I'm very critical of shows, especially the ones I do. Uh, but that was a great three hours. It really was on Monday, uh, and we'll we'll see if we can continue some sort of fashion. Let's get to a couple of things. Uh, Cap the uh, the beat goes on in the Middle East as far as uh, Jake Sullivan has made his way over there. He's the U.S. National Security Advisor, uh, and meeting with the uh, heads of state there, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, President Herzog, as well. But you know, you get some signals here, uh, Captain, regarding the Biden administration, uh, regarding their support for Israel. Uh, it seems to be maybe waning. There is a uh, obviously, a heavy bombardment going on in Gaza right now. But it seems like Joe Biden wants Israel to kind of make a transition, you know, to some sort of lower-intensity uh, type of strategy. Uh, and listen, you know, the reports regarding the Palestinians being been killed in the Gaza in less than three months. I think it's 18,000. Uh, the mounting casualties, it seems... Uh, they have now contributed to a rift uh, between Joe Biden and the Israeli Prime Minister, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Are you getting a sense of this as well?
1: Yeah. So, you know, Jay, this is a continuous theme concerning U.S. and Israeli diplomatic relations since October I- yeah. 7th. You know, I, I think the issue that could really strain relations between the U.S. and Israel is this timeline where this transition from a full-scale offensive to a more limited strategy of targeting targeted missions you know uh, hitting just hamas leaders hostage rescue operations and i think israel knows it has more to accomplish in the form of like this aggressive offensive to destroy hamas infrastructure and capabilities destroy weapons systems destroy their overall ability to launch attacks and jay it needs to do this before it takes transition to this next phase of the conflict meanwhile president biden is in the middle of a presidential election yeah and he's not doing well he's doing really poor in the polls and he has a lot of pressure from democrats those on the left to have a full ceasefire right now and i think this israel is not on the same page i think this is going to be an ongoing problem for president biden as we uh as we go into 2024 because israel has more to do
0: and there's even reports that the vice president is uh, is at odds with the president, as far as not being fully uh, em- embraced uh, with uh, you know with some sort of a ceasefire and the the uh, humanitarian type of deal. Listen, I-, I get it, and anybody will tell you it's the same thing. And you know better than anyone. In war, uh, there are going to be innocent lives lost. That's what war is all about. Unfortunately. Um, it's not strategic in a sense where uh, innocent people's lives can be saved. Unfortunately, the way Hamas operates, as uh, as we've been telling you all along, you know this, uh, they intertwine themselves. Hospitals, schools, playgrounds, uh, that's what they do. They're cowards. And, you know, all you have to do, folks, is... And it's it's online the the atrocities and everything else online you can find it now. It's nobody's immune to this stuff. I mean, you could, and, and I think it should be seen by everybody. The way uh, that Hamas did their evil act on October the seventh, beheading and burning and people alive, raping, torturing. You know, you, I could do a, an hour just on what occurred there. Take a look at some of the stuff. Okay. Uh, if that doesn't cement a feeling of a mission that needs to be accomplished, I don't know what does. Israel needs to take care of business, okay? The United States, listen, you've been an ally beyond belief. We have been. But we must let Israel finish the job. Hands down. We have to do it. And right now they're on their way, according to the reports, of getting to the masterminds of this attack. That has to be. Only, that's going to happen. But we have to make sure that Israel finishes this job. It cannot be, Captain Bombay, for political purposes, on behalf of trying to win an election next year. I'm sorry. That's just wrong. And is out of right. her mind, and so is Joe Biden. You must let Bibi finish the job. Have to. You must. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, this is, they like you said... They were one of our greatest allies, and they appreciate everything we do for them, but they do not panic easily. And they are not going to have, you know, Jake Sullivan come over there and all of a sudden change their offensive operations. It's not happening. They're fighting for their lives. It's amazing to me, Jay, how fast the narrative has turned, uh, you know, Israel into the aggressor and not the victim, and literally Hamas or Palestinians in general in the Gaza Strip as the victims in this conflict, Israel was sitting, <laughs> minding their own business when this whole attack happened. This was not something that they asked for, but it was devastating, it was in scale, it was many times worse than 9-11, and after 9-11, nobody told us we needed to tone it down. Nobody. Nobody. And, and, Jay, if you ever look at the numbers of how many lives were lost in, in Iraq and Afghanistan when we launched those operations, it's in the hundreds of thousands. You know, and right after 9-11, we went into Afghanistan. No one in the world was telling us, hey, take it easy, because they knew what we just suffered. They knew the loss that we had. And more importantly, emotion aside, they knew that we had to eradicate the threat that launched that attack. The world knew that, and Israel has to do the same thing right now, and we need to support them in doing that. I think when uh, you're—I'll go one step further. When you're fighting an enemy that has an entire strategy of putting their military capabilities in civilian infrastructure like schools and hospitals, there's going to be, no matter how careful you are, there's going to be civilian casualties. But the, the blame needs to be put directly on Hamas, not Israel that is you know that is not how these conflicts are uh, how you fight a conflict that's it's the bigger difference we're facing right now the people seem to forget this is a legitimate democracy and a military professional military fighting a terror group these are there's no legitimacy to hamas in any way and and unfortunately I've said this before Jay but i, I think a lot of the people in palestine um but prior to that attack on october 7th, they supported hamas they did. The Palestinians, many of them, supported Hamas, and this is what this got them got them into the situation they're in right now. But they started it, and now Israel's got to finish it. And I think it's going to be months before Israel could really tone down this uh, initial offensive operation, where they have to really destroy their capabilities, and then maybe move on to more targeted attacks and focusing. And, By the way, they're focusing on hostage rescue operations simultaneously. It's not like they have to happen. And and they're also trying to target Hamas leaders right now. Those things can be done all at the same time, and they are, along with this aggressive offensive.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you, Joe Biden seems to be good, Captain, uh, about Americans, whether it be in Afghanistan, left after that botched withdrawal. And and even the 33 that were killed uh, during this... uh, barbarianism that took place uh, 70 days ago, uh, not to mention the 9 or 10 hostages that are still hopefully alive. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, if I was behind the controls right now, I- I'd be sending in SEAL Team 6. I-, I want my people back. I-, I don't care. I want them back. Uh, I- I'll do anything to get them back. I- 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 and-, and this is why this is why Biden's numbers are, are underwater right now in every facet okay, every avenue, they have no confidence in this guy, you know, a guy that was a so-called foreign policy expert uh, outside of his own, uh, padding his own pockets, allegedly um, uh, with foreign officials, that's a whole other story, but in essence he has no acumen at all uh, as far as negotiation I'm sorry, he'll tell you he does, oh yeah but we uh, we released a hundred, yeah okay, where are you now? where are you now? where are the Americans there? I want them back that's me. I want our people back. I'm going in and get them. I don't care what cost. I'm going in to get them. That, that's that's my mindset. Okay, when you got weakness, sheer weakness, and only thinking about yourself regarding a political run here uh, for next year, trying to score four more years, I'm sorry. Uh, I've had enough. Uh, you know, this two-state solution and everything else, well, people are forgetting. Talk to me about the, the families of those that were beheaded and burned alive, melded together. This is what you could see online, okay? This should be made public. It, it, maybe it will, maybe it won't. You go online and see it, and you tell me how you think with these innocent people, okay? Innocent people slaughtered, and you tell me how Israel should go about their business right now. Honestly. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I. I- I fully agree in you know we're at a time right now where as they're trying to get the biggest effort the US is launching diplomatically now is to get Israel to tone down their offensive we have four members of Hamas uh, arrested in Europe planning terror attacks yeah. Hamas is not traditionally a group that exports their terror beyond Gaza and Israel but they have those capabilities they're planning things we have we have heightened alerts right here in the US I'm in New York City for this right now and through the weekend the terror threats are heightened right now. And all we're worried about is Israel toning it down. Hamas needs to be destroyed wherever they exist right now, um, based on this attack that just happened. And I think it's this overall uh, weakness that we're displaying right now. You know, look at these hoodie rebels, Jay. I mean, they're launching drones and attacks on cargo ships every day. When are we going to? respond aggressively I don't know I'm still waiting for that to happen we know all of these groups are directly controlled by Iran and yet we are still not doing anything in any type of an aggressive manner as far as sanctions or military operations to deter them from doing this that's what has to happen they have to be deterred they have to know like right now what's happening in Israel you launch an attack like this a devastating brutal savage attack on our people you are going to pay you're going to pay, and you're going to pay for a while, and and I'm going to, and Gaza will never be the same. That's what has to happen, unfortunately. I'll tell you another thing. You know, these Hamas leaders, and, and we've heard so much. Their days are numbered. They really are. You know, Israel has a history of this. We remember the Munich uh, attack, Munich Olympics, when they they killed those Israeli athletes. I mean. They, would, they had a whole unit like they do right now. They have a unit dedicated to killing every single person who was involved in that attack on October 7th. And they will. And the thing is, Jay, they were hunting down Nazis in Argentina decades later. They don't stop. They're not going to stop until they have every single one of these people who was involved in this attack dead. And that's what these people need to know. They need to know if we plan something like this against Israel, and it should be the exact same way with the U.S., that you we will find you and you're gonna pay for it and i agree with you one final thing is that we have u.s. citizens who are involved in this and i want to work closely with the israeli special operations and intelligence um at the same time those are u.s. citizens no matter where they are in the world we should not ask permission ever if they they should be if they have any intelligence to try and target and they could find some of these hostages we need to be doing that either with Israel or independently, but not stopping until we get every person back. And by the way, we have some retribution. We sh- we have uh, U.S. citizens that were impacted by this. We should, you know, Hamas has to know what they've done to us, and they need to pay for that too, Jay. And uh, you don't even hear that discussed. You know, it's like we're, all we're doing is trying to slow Israel down rather than say, you know, Hamas needs to be targeted right now aggressively and by the U.S. as well.
0: Yep. No doubt. Uh, I hope they get these guys, these masterminds, and I hope it's a slow one. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I hope it's not quick and easy. I really do. I really don't. Th- I, I hope. Uh, that's just me. I'm sorry. I uh, hate to say that. hate to say it. These aren't human beings, though. These are not human beings. They're not. Can't be a human being to do what they did. Uh, the captain with us, the global threat. All right, Cap, let's move on to Ukraine. Zelensky made his way into the uh, capital region this week. Um, First time in a long time for Cap, I'm feeling it um, regarding Zelensky, how he goes about his business, handout. um, It's always about a handout. And, you know, I have a big problem with it at this point. Uh, I still believe that they need to be funded in some capacity. We've given them God knows how much, uh, what 150 billion, there maybe more, maybe more. Um, you know, there's no plan here. There's no strategy. There's no end game. You and I spoke about this from the beginning of time here, when this thing began. Which, by the way, will be two years in February. Hard to believe. Um, but we even said there's it, got to be some sort of a coming to the come to the table, a negotiation with other NATO lands, with Putin, something, in the beginning. Not, I mean, now it's it's lost. It should have been done a lot sooner. Uh, I just don't know what the strategy is. I, I really don't. Uh, I, it's, it's an open checkbook. I've got a bit of an issue with that right now. Uh, and uh, listen, maybe it's the leadership, because we know we have zero here, but in essence there is no end game strategy. And that's what bothers me the most.
1: Yeah, so I agree with you, and I would say this. You know, what we've discussed since the beginning, Jay, I fully support the Ukrainian people. And, uh, you know, what they've done, I think, is incredible, how they've been able to... A conflict we thought would be over in a week is still ongoing. Fully support them, fully support their cause, and for selfish reasons, the U.S., wants needs to make sure that russia cannot be successful here no matter how long it takes for selfish reasons because first of all ukraine's the one doing the fighting and there they have really degraded russian military capabilities and also opened the world's eyes to see what russia's capabilities really are as opposed to what people envisioned they were so i think they cannot be allowed to fail ukraine i would also say For Europe and the world, the implications if Russia is allowed to be successful would be would be Mm. serious. With that being said, we can't front the whole bill. And I've said this a million times, but why I you don't hear anything, and we're pretty much on top of the news cycle, you don't hear anything about this administration pressing our allies and countries around the world to step up and help fund this conflict. I mean we are so far ahead of any other country. We've spent so much money at a time when we're struggling, and right now as we speak, they still have not passed this this supplemental funding bill for Ukraine. And I think that we need other countries to step up. And as important as this conflict is, Jay, I do not think the Republicans should fold right now unless they make a move on immigration reform or border reform for security purposes. It's that critical. Yes, Ukraine's important. The implications if they lose are serious. Our border is the greatest threat we face right now. Look what we're talking about. This heightened terror threat being put out by the FBI, DOJ. I mean, I'm sorry, Homeland Security. And we have an open border with record numbers of people on the terror watch list coming through. So, I mean, that I would, I think they cannot fold. I know right now they still have not approved the deal. I think they need to have changes on the border before they can approve any funds. And even then, I think those funds need to be limited. We've given so much money at a time when our country's suffering right now. It needs to be It needs to be thoughtfully planned how much we're going to give. And Biden needs to press our allies to spend more.
0: Right, listen, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's about uh, time somebody else opens their checkbooks except us. Uh, I'm getting very tired of this act. Uh, You know, Zelensky coming in here with a sweatshirt and everything else. Listen, I don't care. You want to wear a suit and tie. Maybe that would be better. Maybe I'd feel – I know it sounds kind of crazy. Aesthetics means something here. But I'm just so tired of of the same old nonsense. Uh, I need money. I need money. And meanwhile, the people in this country need money. Do we take care of our veterans properly? Are are we we on top of mental health and everything else? I mean, are, are we putting in enough cash? No. The answer is no we got to do a better job. And you know as well as I do, this border is a huge issue right now, the fentanyl and everything else. And just from the other day, I mean, if that doesn't get you with third graders ingesting this and gummy bears, are you kidding me? I mean, what's Joe Biden thinking right now? I mean, come on. I mean, now it's getting into our our kids' hands in school, grade school? I mean, come on. Enough is enough. Really, enough is enough. I've had enough of this guy. He's not doing anything about it with a drug problem and everything else. Holy mackerel! I, I I watched something last night. A kid was a kid and his mother was were on TV being interviewed who ingested fentanyl. He's alive to tell about it. Do you imagine this? A third grader? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's an in, it's insane.
0: Insane that, yeah. that
1: We've allowed this to go on. It's amazing, Jay, that they're still fighting this. You'd think for the, to, to get this funding for Israel, Ukraine, why not make some common sense changes at the border? Why do they fight it so hard? It I don't know. I wonder, what is, the, what is the motive behind this?
0: I don't get it. I, listen, I, I'm for everybody getting a chance in the greatest country on planet Earth. Everybody, but do it the right way. I mean, to have 1.8 million gotaways, 8 million plus border encounters, since this administration took over, you tell me the Trump policies w- weren't working? Really? Anybody will tell you they worked. Anybody. Talk to – you hear interviews with Tom Holman down there. Okay? Former Border Patrol czar. He'll tell you it worked. Oh, my goodness. i tell you what – another thing that works is the captain's brief on Saturday mornings. That I know works. You and Tom Evans. <laughs> great seeing Tom Monday, too you and tom put on some show uh can you tell us who we have tomorrow morning
1: yeah so we're going to be covering some interesting topics some of them we just discussed we're also going to talk about this increased terror threat we're going to talk about the situation right now with the with the tunnels there israel's literally planning limited flooding of the tunnels with seawater um tom's working on a guest right now i'm in the city I'm going to be calling in, and Tom will be in the studio. But it's going to be a great show. We have a lot to cover, Jay. Well,
0: we're going to look forward to it. It's every Saturday. You don't want to miss it. It's 11 o'clock. It's a great time, too. You know, if you, even if you sleep late, you have a little coffee, a little breakfast, you put on the captain's brief. That's what I do. Uh, and it's a great show, Eleven, eleven thirty every Saturday morning. Um, great having you, my friend. Great seeing you. We're working on other stuff with you on that. And uh, we'll talk soon, I'm sure.
1: Thanks, Jed. Thanks for having me on.